Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hello, Fightful Faithful, and welcome to the uh, second ever episode of the Sour Graps NXT post-show on uh, Fightful.com. I'm your host, Alex Pulowski. Everything doesn't suck currently. Um, we, We had a close call earlier today where everything, like across the board, was gonna suck like globally outside of wrestling uh and i'm glad that didn't happen but i'm not allowed to talk about that on this show i'll talk about it later tonight on the fightful select show um nxt is um in a good place um uh they're they're building slow and i am going to allow for that for a little while longer um they have a grace period they're just getting their feet under them it's a brand new show it's a it's a it's it's they say nxt black and gold well now it's uh nxt raven skull like it's it's skull wing i don't know i don't know what to call it it's the the, the black raven's wings and the, the 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 skull that's a thing like it's a it's a new thing uh we're gonna have to get used to it uh as somebody said uh last week it, it uh it looks like they set up uh, the shop in like a, a, a Halloween spirit Halloween store. I think it's going a bit far, but yeah, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the chat. Uh, it's it's good to see uh, all of you. I'm going to get to some uh, <clears throat> some uh, super chats. Um, I missed a few last week. I'm really sorry. The reason is because I am old, and the font size that I'm looking at is super teeny weeny. 
So I have learned that if I hold down my control button on my keyboard and then do a little uppy-uppy on my mouse, all of a sudden the font gets bigger. So now I can read your stuff when you send it in, and I won't miss any. Um, But yeah, please, send in your Super Chats, and I will address them on air, I promise, this time. Sorry to anybody I missed last week. Um, uh, Also, uh, while you're at it, uh, subscribe to Fightful Select. Uh, you get all of uh, Sean Rossap's news, of which there is a lot. Um, plus, you get seven days a week of podcasts, including two of those days are my days. Uh, tonight, after this is over, we're going to talk about Raw and what a dumpster fire that thing is. Uh, and then on on Saturday, uh, I um, talk about SmackDown, and it's less of a dumpster fire. It's like a it's like a very small waste paper basket. That somebody dropped a match in. We'll see if it catches. You know, we'll see if it if it goes up. But if it does, just like throw a little water on it, it'll be fine. That's that's the difference between Raw and SmackDown. Anyway, um, uh, Ricardo uh, Holt says, uh, "Happy 420, y'all." He uh, happy 420. Uh, he also says, "Kushida's repackage." Uh, what say you, yay or nay? Well, it's uh, it's tough to say so far. He was slipping around a lot, and I was worried for him. Um, uh, I'm not sure. Like it's a, it's a giant jarring thing to go, uh, back from like, I'm cosplaying Marty McFly, uh, to, um, you know, this MMA thing with the, with the taped feet. Um, we'll see if it per- persists. He's got a big six man tag match next week. We'll see what he wears then. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. So I'll talk about some of these maybe a little later. Um, so the Nerd Guru says, another fun show tonight. Happy NXT has found its way, aside from women's tag stuff. That six-man tag next week has me salivating. Alex rules! I do. I do rule. Uh, <laughs> this feels like I'm part of the O'Doyle family from Billy Madison. Alex rules! Uh, it's weird to say that about yourself in the third person. But uh, thank you, the Nerd Guru. Yes, uh, NXT has kind of found itself. Uh, and that's good, you know? Uh, and then women's tag stuff. This is a problem when you say, hey, we have women's tag belts and we have two teams. So they just have to fight each other until we have a, a title change. And then we'll stay face each other again until we have a title change. It's difficult. Um, but uh, yeah. Hey, everybody, uh, get vaccinated if you can. I got my second shot earlier uh, today. And uh, it, it so far, that's me knocking on wood. Uh, your boy is fine. Uh, waiting, waiting for them uh, side effects to kick in. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm happy to have gotten the old second shot and and ready to you know just make out with everybody. Uh, mostly my wife, uh, but you know she's not around. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, <clears throat> uh, let's talk about NXT. Kyle O'Reilly comes out. Kyle O'Reilly has a new gimmick, I guess you could say. Um, it it is like um, if the biggest nerd at at your middle school wished on a Zoltar machine to be a professional wrestler, and it was like, "I'm gonna be cool." 
I'm going to be big. I'm going to be cool. I'm not like too big. Like, I don't want to be huge. I want to be like a regular sized person, but a really good wrestler. And uh, I'm going to be so cool. And all the bullies are going to, like, they're going to so regret it because I'm going to wear a fedora, and sunglasses inside, and a jean jacket. I'm going to be so cool. Um, and all of his monologue is basically delivered as that character. Like, um, he, he, <laughs> Some of it was 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 fairly cringy stuff, but if you look at it as this is what a twelve year old would think was really cool, um, then it kind of works on on a certain level. Um, and he's like, "I got, uh, I moved past Adam Cole, and he's gone now. He stinks. He's a stinky guy. I got him." Um, and then now, who should I go after? Should I go after the workhorse title, the North American title with Johnny Gargano? And I was like, well, I suppose you could you could put it that way. Although, like, the NXT title has been held by some workhorses, too. Like, not currently, but um, it has in the past. Um, and, and uh, you know, so that's good. Uh, but the North American title, I suppose, yeah, I could suppose you could say it's the workhorse title. I just never, like, everyone goes, the IC title is the workhorse title. Everyone says that. Um, like traditionally it's been looked at that way. Um, so I guess that's because it's the mid card title. It's default by default. It's the workhorse title. Sure. Should I go after the, the workhorse title or should I go after the NXT title? I got nothing but time. Whoa, time. Did I say time? That must mean I am referencing carrying cross. That's right. I'm coming after you, you big, dumb, bald goof. That's right. I called you a goof because I'm cool. Kyle. Um, everything he says, I'm telling you, if you look at it as like Screech from Saved by the Bell, um, like, like found a magical talisman that made him a professional wrestler. And he said, how would a cool guy talk? Then it's actually kind of funny, but you have to look at it that way. And I understand if you don't want to, but that's my key. Cameron Grimes uh, comes out. And Cameron Grimes is friggin' awesome. Um, I, 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 oh my god, <laughs> and he's he's so so good in this role. Like God, God bless it. I don't know who came up with that, but it's perfect. Um, still riding this whole his GameStop stonks money, but now he's dabbling in NFTs. But he he comes in and he's trying to butter up Kyle, and I love that Kyle goes along with it, and this really. Again, um, what a what a what a what a nerdy kid in middle school would think was I'm gonna be sarcastic and I'm gonna I'm gonna get him. Watch me get him. I'm gonna get him. Um, and Cameron Grimes is just dumb enough to get got by the obvious sarcasm. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was really. Let's be business partners. We're both gonna go to the moon. Uh, I thought it was all really really great. I mean, I. I I especially love the um, who am I going to fight now? I want to fight. I'm cleared to wrestle now. He says, I'm looking for a fight. Not you, obviously we're business partners, but uh, who should I fight? And he starts looking around the, the audience and, and Cameron Grimes is like, you, you want to fight him here? He's right here. He wants to fight. He was looking for a fight. You want to fight him? And uh, then he puts his sunglasses back on and he's like, Oh, I am going to fight you. And he punches him. And so that match gets made for the for the main event. Uh, so that's 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 fun. 
right? Um, this is all, this is fun. I don't know exactly if um, you know. Uh, Screech from Saved by the Bell wished on a Zoltar machine to become a professional wrestler. If that's a gimmick that can that can carry us into the future, <laughs> but we'll have to see because apparently they're running with it uh, for a while. Um, uh, see, uh, Wallace uh, Wallace Wallace uh, sends in a super chat says Sprecher funds for spectacular SmackDown um, slash. Sorry, budget cuts, sour graps. Um, yes, uh, thank you very much. It's true. Specker root beer is the very best root beer. Um, yeah, I did. I did. A, I did a very long rant about the the budget cuts that led to the release of a dozen wrestlers or whatever. Uh, it was it was about an hour long. People seem to like it. Subscribe to Fightful Luck if you don't already, and you can get me uh, yelling about why they shouldn't have released everybody, and then what I would have done with them to get them over. Uh, people, people seem to like them. So thank you, Wallace. <clears throat> what happened next? Uh, um, uh, so uh, uh, Saray arrives at the Performance Center, and uh, Zoe Stark uh, comes up and gets in between her and Regal and says, hey, um, big fan of yours, Saray. Regal, could I have the first match? And he's like, well, actually, that's what I was thinking uh, already. But yes, of course you may. Um, uh, that's my Regal impression. I'm going to be doing that every Tuesday. It's not necessarily very um, uh, accurate, but it is something uh, that I'm going to be doing. Um, yeah, uh, I... <laughs> I... Um, <laughs> uh, Injection 2K says I'm that nerd Alex I'm going to make WWE cool again uh, I'll take your word for it um, we'll, we'll, we'll see uh, Yeah um, <clears throat> So yes um, I'm I, Here's the deal Saray's here I'm happy that she's here uh, uh, I I'm married with a kid and I'm the sole, uh, I'm like the primary caregiver for the, for the four-year-old. So I'm, I'm with her all day and I don't get to watch as much Joshi wrestling as I'd like. So it might, uh, uh, come to surprise that I'm not intimately familiar with Saray's, uh, oeuvre. Um, but, um, but I know enough to know that she's great. Um, and I also am a huge fan of Zoe Stark and what they've been doing with her. So conflicted, partially conflicted um, about them saying, let's have Zoe Stark versus Saray, uh, because I don't think you sh you're definitely not going to have Saray lose in her first match, I don't think. And Zoe Stark uh, last week appeared to be like primed to be like moving up toward Raquel, but like maybe Mercedes is in the way. Um, that she's also got Tony Storm waiting around behind. Like, there's, there's, there are lots of different branching pathways. The a lot of WWE story booking is basically a choose your own adventure book. Remember those when you were a kid, where they like, get to a certain page and like, uh, would you like to? Um, uh, you're you're hiking in the woods and you see a bear. Uh, do you um, throw a rock at its head or climb a tree? You know, and pick if you want to throw a rock at his head, uh, go to page 42. But if you want to climb a tree, go to page 56. Um, 
it's it's a lot of like that, but like with but you know with with uh, fewer rocks being thrown at bears, um, a lot of branching pathways that can get us to different places. Um, currently, I have faith in them to get us to the right places. Um, we'll see where I'm at in a month, but there's a lot of different cool things that can be done. Uh, so I. So I was apprehensive when I heard Zoe Stark was going after us right at the beginning, um, but by by the end, uh, I'm 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 into it. So, uh, Saray seems honored to have Zoe Stark want to face her. So she says yes. The match is booked. Uh, La Knight cuts a because a backstage promo in in the hallway. There's gonna be a lot of these hallway promos. I feel like because it's just like that's, that's pretty much the back backstage of the Capitol Wrestling Center. It's just the hallway. Um, so that uh, we we saw the hallway a lot in tonight's episode. Um, yeah, I'm 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 really uh, I'm really into it. Um, La Knight is such a good promo. So there are two ceilings for him in WWE on the main roster. One. He goes up, and Vince falls in love with him and lets him cut promos all the time. Uh, and he's going to be – because he's a big dude, 240. It's a perfect size. He's got a good build. Uh, can cut a great promo, uh, natural heel. Uh, Vince A either falls in love with him or gives him a mute gimmick, and we never hear from him again. Uh, but he had a match tonight with, uh, with Loomis. Um, and the match is uh, fine. And then Indy Hartwell, uh, I say fine. Like there's like I'm very rarely I'm going to be like, well, they botched this move. Although they did botch the finish, and I'm going to botch talk about that. But like if you botch the finish, I'm going to talk about it. If like oh their timing was off, I'm very rarely going to like delve into that kind of stuff. Um, so the match is fine. It's inoffensive. There's some good stuff and some bad stuff. I did appreciate the moment where uh, LA Knight is creeped out by Loomis and like on on his uh, hands and knees backs away from him until he backs his balls into the ring post. Uh, I thought that was a cute spot. Um, not as cute as the meat cute between Indy and uh, and Dexter where they meet through the chain link pike plexiglass. Um, and then they do like the little like palms up against each other thing. Um, and uh, so Dexter gets distracted. And then um, LA Knight tries to hit on Indy and he gets distracted. Um, and then uh, Dexter gets distracted again. And then LA Knight, what's LA Knight's finisher? Have we seen it? Do we know what it is? Is it a cutter? Is it a neck breaker? Is it like a headlock driver? Whatever it was, whatever it is, it seems like he was trying to do it to, to Dexter Loomis through the ropes, and that did not work. Uh, so he like just kind of <laughs> yanked on on his head, and uh, it knocked knocked out Loomis entirely. Um, I'm going to I'm going to uh, to to choose to believe in my head canon that Dexter Loomis was knocked out by Cupid's arrow. Um, 
because he gets to make uh, eyes at uh, at Indy Hartwell uh, after uh, after the match as well. LA Knight gets to win, so good for LA Knight. He gets to move on from this like feud. Yeah, um, LA Knight said he had the Gavorka. Any, anybody? Anybody? Any? Uh, is that is that a thing? I'm supposed to know what that is. Is that is that is that a is LA Knight like? Did I miss that? I, I'm. It's very possible that I'm just not hip to everybody. Uh, he did say like what. Why? Why would? Why would you be going after this guy when you got L.A. Knight here? Look at the Kavorka on 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 L.A. on L.A. Knight. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I'm being. I'm being told it's a snapmare driver. Well, that wasn't what happened. Um. Yeah, they're try, trying to get it done. Uh, Wallace Squaws also sent in. Uh, choose your own adventure book. Appreciate super chat. My favorite book series is an eighties kid. My God, man, that was the stuff. Those were so good. I there was there was a lot of like really good like time travel ones. Like you wind up, ah, oh, I fell into a cave and now I'm in medieval England. I'm a knight now. Should I joust or fight sword fight this guy? There was a lot of that great stuff. Uh, choose your own adventure. Bring those back. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm. I, is it, oh, Kavorka is a Seinfeld reference about. Thank you very much, uh, Valab. Uh, thank you. Seinfeld Kavorka is supposed to mean the lure of the animal. I knew I'd heard that term before, but it had been like I don't know, twenty five years, because I don't think I've seen that episode since it first aired. But Valab, uh, thank you. Uh, so if if you got the Kavorka, you'd be a real player. Okay, so oh, so he's got the Kavorka. Sure. Sir, LA Knight's got the Kavorka. In canon, he's got the Kavorka. Yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to catch up on some Super Chats here before we, before we move on. Um, um, okay. Uh, uh, Matthew McCoskey says, Dakota and Raquel are giving me massive Sasha and Bailey vibes throughout the summer. I couldn't see this being any different. Dakota, dethroning Raquel in the next year or so is the way to go. Agree? No. And I'll talk about that when we get to their backstage segment. Uh, I will talk about that. I do not think that is the way. At least that is a way they could go. Don't think it's the way they're going to go. Um, that's just me. Uh, and uh, BLSAB88 says, I, I don't know uh, much about Saray, but she always looks like another great addition to the women's division. Yeah, she does. She's uh, great, and we'll see uh, what what they do with her. The thing about it is that when they say it's the greatest women's division in the world, it is um, because there are no Dana Brooks. Sorry, Dana Brooke. Um, uh, and they haven't yet. If if they had a, a, a Dana Brooke, they'd book her better. You know. Like, uh, there's not, like, a, a, a in across the women's division of the ones who actually get real time. I'm not talking about Aaliyah. Sorry, Aaliyah. And Indy Hartwell, though rapidly improving, is is doing a lot of stuff outside the ring to help her overall score. But, like, there's not a there's not a woman, like, below, like, a seven all-around score that they have. Like, like if, 
like what's what's the what's like uh, uh, on the two K thing? I haven't played those games in a while because they've sucked recently. But like, what's a do? a decent score, like an eighty. Like they're all eighties or above. Some of them are like nineties, but they're all they're all really really good. Like if you got a bunch of them that are all that that are great, you don't need to have four of them that are the best ever. Like on the main roster, um, you just have to have a bunch of them that are great, and it all evens out. Do, 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 do. What's what's next? What's next? What did I miss? What did I miss? Um, <laughs> uh, J.K. Schwal 3 says sour grabs on one TV, Brewers game on the other. Can't complain. Yeah. Uh, uh, give me score updates <laughs> if I can. If I see him in the chat. I'll respond to them. Uh, you don't have to super chat him, but I might not see him. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. Um, Solid NXT says Los Dino. Uh, Kyle worked better, for, better for me when he was uh, goofing around with Grimes. Um, yes, uh, the, he, again, he does the 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 I'm cool, but like sometimes, like when you like I'm cool, this is how a cool guy would talk. If you're out there by yourself and like you don't know what to do with your hands, like you know, like I don't I don't know um, what am I? I'm I guess I'm supposed to be cool. Um, it's a lot better when you have somebody to play off of. Uh, there are a lot of really great actors that I've worked with in the past um, who are really great when you get to, when they get somebody to play off of. But if they have to stand out there and like give a monologue by themselves, that is great. And I feel like uh, Kyle O'Reilly plays well off of others. So I'm even Dexter. I'm even Dextering the Dig and Indie Romeo and Juliet storyline. Well, let's not go that far. Romeo and Juliet. I don't want to see either of these people dead. That's that's not good. By the way, uh, thing they never actually talk about, and they should, in that uh, Juliet, 13 years old in that story. Thir- 13 years old. So she's the right age for some of the people in NXT. What am I, what am I saying? I didn't say that. I didn't say. I would never. I don't. That's. I'm sorry. Um. Kyle O'Reilly was out there looking like Orange Cassie's illegitimate brother, says Stiller Justin Lopez. I understood that reference. That's good. I like that. Um, and the Nerd Guru says, um, sent this last night on the Raw Review. You're one of my fave quotes in Grab's history. You don't get to say sorry, kid, budget cuts to Samoa effing Joe. It's true. You don't get to say sorry, kid, budget cuts to Samoa effing Joe. You just don't. Um, so... <clears throat> <laughs> and before I move on, Michael B- uh, Bunch says, uh, I'll be here every week for that regal impression. Um, I also have a really great, um, it's a very limited uh, fake um, uh, Finn Balor. It's from that vaccination commercial. Um, uh, <clears throat> it's not a good one. I could do one thing that he says, and it's from that vaccination commercial they do. Um, <clears throat> Let's all do our part and get vaccinated. All I can say is vaccinated. I can only say it. I can only say that one word like Finn Balor, but I think I nailed it. Vaccinated. Actually, do your part and get vaccinated. You should. Okay, what happened next? <laughs> let's 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 get through the rest of this. Um, so, yeah, um, she and Loomis are staring at each other, about to kiss each other. And uh, fans are chanting "kiss," and then uh, Johnny Gargano and company come and they pull Hartwell off the apron, and Austin Theory carries Hartwell away, and blah blah blah. Leon Ruff is cutting a promo on Swerve Scott. It's a decent promo, good for Leon Ruff. 
I'm assuming we get this match, what, uh, next week? That hasn't been announced yet. They announced two other matches. Maybe we'll get it two weeks from now. Whatever. There's a lot, there's a lot of people to get on TV. I'm, I'm totally fine with, like, let's slow play this Leon Ruff eventually getting murdered by Swerve Scott angle. Because I feel like that's where they're going. Um, Io Shirai um, gets uh, interviewed by Beth Phoenix. I appreciate they let her uh, speak um, in her uh, second language, and like they, she can she speaks English very well. Like it's obviously very heavily accented, but that's fine. Like I don't mind that. Um, I I I think that. You know, what she says is that, you know, uh, they, they do the thing that they have to do. It's like, let's look back. Let's do a video. Pa- let's do a video recap of that. So they show her winning the title and they show her losing the title. And she says that hurt about the power bomb that she got on the floor, which like, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Probably did. Um, and then uh, she says that she's going to she's going to rest now. She's she she defended her title for 300 days. Her body needs a rest. And that's when Frankie Monet shows up, which, by the way, if you're one of those people who, as I was, is like Taya Valkyrie's such a better name. Frankie Monet. Boo. We don't like that name. That name sucks. Well, uh, she replied to somebody on Twitter who's like, uh, I just can't believe they gave you that stupid name. Uh, the name is bad. It's a bad name. Frankie Monet is a bad name. And on Twitter, she was like, thanks, I picked it out. So, I think if Taya picked out the name Frankie Monet, we're going to have to trust her on this. She likes it. She picked it out. She chose it. It's not as good as Taya Valkyrie. I think she would tell you that herself. But it's going to grow on me because I think the character is works. So, she shows up with her dog. We still know what the dog's name is. I want to know what the dog's name is. Um, and uh, and EO says, I like cats. Uh, and Frankie uh, Frankie um, says uh, she's a big fan of EO Shirai. Been, been a big fan of Beth since she was a kid. Uh, I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but um, if you're going to take some time off, I'll fill in for you. And uh, Shirai curses at her, I'm sure, in Japanese. Um, and... Uh, and I, Frankie's like, I don't understand. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I like cats. She says she's like, she's like, well, somebody's having a bad day. Um, Bree Zongo is out. Um, uh, I know they're um, they're out there. They're out there uh, dressed as like Buckingham Palace guards. And I, uh, <laughs> I. I know uh, that they're uh, making fun of the grizzled young vets because they're also from England, but like they're working class dudes from like Liverpool. I don't think like they have a lot of love for the Royals. Uh, But speaking of Royals, (laughs) it's just so funny. It was like, no, no, we're not making fun of Prince Philip being dead. We're making fun of, the grizzled young vets. It's uh, it's fine. Listen, you can make fun of Prince Philip being dead for all I care. <laughs> I think it's it was funny. I didn't until I realized who they were, who they were, um, who they were facing. I was like, well, that's a weird thing to make fun of. Uh, but yeah, I love Brizongo. I won't. 
I, I, I won't. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Brizongo and and uh, and GYV. It's a good match. It's 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 on the card to get GYV over as a potential uh, eventual champion, beating MSK. Eventually, I say eventually because MSK is going to be tied up with other things by the end of the night, and that's what I'm saying. They're keeping everybody fresh in our minds so that when one when one path closes ends, there's somebody else who can move in. I don't want to talk about Raw because Raw sucks, but on Raw they're simultaneously building up one tag team while tearing the legs out from under another. They had the Viking Raiders beat. Uh, Seti and Shelton two weeks in a row. Um, instead of doing that, um, find somebody I don't care who uh, for each team to beat. Um, one team, Seti and Shelton beat them, beat them one week, and that same team gets beaten by the Viking Raiders the next week. Then they do a beat the clock challenge, and then they do something else. And like you can build up each team so that when they eventually clash, it means something. So you're building up uh, GYV so that when they eventually uh, face MSK, it'll mean more. It'll be a bigger deal because they're beating. Uh, you're also, at the same time, building Imperium. They have a match later. Um, you, the, MSK is currently I- involved in something revolving around, uh, you know, the, the uh, Legato de Fantasma. So all the tag teams are being built. Well, not Everrise. And not Brizongo, but Brizongo is bulletproof. Um, you can build everybody up so that when they eventually clash, it means something as opposed to tearing them all down and then we don't care if we see them on TV or not. See how that works? Uh, that's that basic thing that they're doing with three different tag teams, four really when you count the champs, um, on, on NXT um, gives me faith that they know what they're doing. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I again, I reserve the right to take all this back in like a month. Um. So, I uh, there's a Drake comes off the t- top and twists his uh, his knee, and the referee checks on him. Uh, and Gibson and Van Dago come out behind the ref. The ref's like, "Hey, hey, give him some space." And while the ref's got his back turned. Uh, Gibson gives a thumb to the eye of, uh, of Fandango and then gives a thumb up, a thumbs up to, uh, to Drake who gets up and miraculously his knee, his knee is healed. Uh, uh, so that's some good old healing work. Eventually the, the hot tag is made to, uh, to breeze, but Fandango is half blind, uh, must've had a match with Seth Rollins. Anywho, uh, he is out for the rest of the match. And you go, you go from Tyler Breeze uh, having a hell of a hot tag to basically being in a, in a handicap match, which he loses. And it was a pretty cool way to build that. Um, yeah. I, I, I appreciate the way that like once Fandango tagged out, he was not coming back in. He was hurt. He couldn't see. And that's a good way to build up that, that little injury that they don't know if they're actually going to do anything with it, but you know, who knows? Um, I, I appreciate, uh, I love the ticket to mayhem too, as, as a finisher, it's like, a great tag finisher. I appreciate that, that 
I said this when they actually made them champions, and then when they took the titles off of them. Brizongo being NXT champions, even for the 12 minutes they were champions, allows you to um, to be able to always say, well, the Grizzly Young Vets beat the former champions, as opposed to Grizzly Young Vets beat Brizongo, who uh, were booked so poorly on the main roster they had to come to NXT. It, it, it seems better when you say it the first way. So um, Mackenzie Mitchell uh, backstage with uh, The Way. Uh, there was a um, a backstage segment, three minutes long, um, between Mackenzie Mitchell, the interviewer backstage, who's much better than they give her credit for, uh, than they allow her to be. Um, because of this segment. She interviewed the entire way with Gargano there. Remember last week that ended with uh, Bronson Reed coming off the top rope and squishing um, uh, Austin Theory? Well, Austin Theory was selling like broken ribs during this big group interview. And occasionally he would just tap Gargano Gargano on the shoulder. Indy Hartwell got carried off last week, right? And Candice LeRae is on the phone trying calling the cops, reporting a missing person, walking back and forth in the, in the foreground, in the right in front of the camera. And every time she'd pass, Jared Gargano would like yell something at her that was just off the cuff and funny while he's trying to give an interview with Mackenzie Mitchell. Um, and the whole time, every now and then, Austin Theory, who by all accounts is not a nice guy, but is knocking this role out of the park. He's making me, it's very conflicted. I'm very conflicted. So I'm going to give him praise about something, but that does not mean I like him as a whole, okay? Um, he he has a voice that he does for for his I Broke My Ribs character. And the voice is... Um, uh, um, <laughs> the voice is... Uh, <laughs> it sounds like an impression of, of, uh, of Macho Man, Savage. I'm hurting. Ooh, Johnny. Johnny, my ribs. My ribs are hurting, Johnny. Ooh. Ooh, Johnny, my ribs are hurting. And he, it's really funny. And that's what they did last week. Uh, again, you can only find that on Twitter and stuff like that. A lot of the best backstage stuff on the main roster and an NXT all happens and they get, they put it, they bury it on their social media feed, but they put it on TV. It's so good. But then Indy shows up and, and she's like, hi, I'm fine. Like, where have you been? Oh, I was with Dexter. It's fine. So they have like a mini version of that interviewing this week. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, you know, Indy's like, uh, you know, she talks about how she's in love with Dexter or something. And then Bronson Reed shows up and says, I want another shot at that, at that belt, Johnny. He's like, well, too bad. You lost takeovers to get to the back of the line. Well, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just rip your head off. He says, which is not how we solve problems, Bronson. And then Austin Theory says, well, you can't, you can't rip your head off because I talked to Mr. Regal. Mr. Regal says, in order for you to ever have a shot at that championship again, you've got to go through me. And Johnny Gargano's like, this is a terrible idea, <laughs> which I think is great. Uh, he goes from like, yeah, that's right. My boy's sticking up for me to, oh, no, no. Why did you pick that stipulation? I don't like that. Um, I thought that was all funny. Uh and so yeah, we'll 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 see more we'll see more of them throughout much of it. Um <clears throat> all right, I'm gonna I missed a few of these things. Uh, bah, 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 bah. 
Yes, somebody says to me, Evan Wright, uh, NXT women's tag titles was a mistake, Alex. Like, yes, it was grave and and uh, catastrophic error. And I don't know how you fix it now. They should not have done it. Um, it's bad. But I don't know what you do other than make new tag teams, which you can do. Like they had an opportunity tonight to like maybe they're going to make one. Maybe they're going to maybe the next tag champions in NXT became respect like respectful friends tonight. Perhaps, perhaps that's the thing that happened. We'll have to wait and see. It was a terrible thing, and they should never have done it. But now they have to figure out a way to get through it. Um, yeah. Uh, I believe uh, there was another re- reference to the uh, Kevorka. Uh, yes, that uh, Kramer made the nun thirsty. I, I would, I would love. The, let's let's get let, let's get an LA Knight story uh, going where he makes a nun thirsty. L.A. Knight and none. Let's do it. Uh, don't actually. Uh, Chris Rain says uh, NX Sour Gaps alone is well worth the Fightful Select subscription. Thank you, Chris. Uh, I I I get told that a lot, and it's really weird because I don't have an audience here. I'm just I'm just talking at my at my camera, and people seem to like it. Uh, and I, I I appreciate all the love. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Frank Aguilera says, doing numbers. That's my SRS voice. Uh, keep it up. Thank you. I shall. I intend to. Um, and uh, Matt and Caleb Graham says, uh, Sour Graps is my favorite overall podcast and select. Thank you guys so much uh, for, for all of these uh, things. I have to read. This is not me. I don't like tooting my own horn that's not what i like to do but if you if you put money down to to say something like this i i have to read it that's 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 the rule i mean let don't don't turn me into ron burgundy if you have me read some things that i'm not supposed to say i'm not going to say them okay um in injection 2k size i'm gonna need a morrison monet team up asap well john morrison wasn't on raw last night so maybe uh, that would be good. Okay. So <clears throat> um, we get Saray versus Zoe Stark, right? Um, oh, before that, we get an amazing uh, spot with um, uh, somebody in the notes I'm looking at was meant to write Cameron Grimes and wrote Cameroon Grimes, as in the African nation. And I think that's very funny. I think perhaps Cameroon Grimes would have a, a great feud with uh, with AJ. Uh, AJ. Damn it, I ruined my bit. I ruined the joke. Cameroon Grimes would have a great feud with Apollo Cruz, who's from Nigeria. Uh, that wasn't a good joke. I'm sorry. Um, he uh, He's backstage with, with Mackenzie. And uh, he's very angry about Kyle O'Reilly uh, punching him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put him back. In, I'm going back in the hospital. Um, look, I got this Manila envelope happens to be with me, um, telling me about how I, I bid on an NFT, which I still don't know what the hell. It's non fungible something. Tater tots. I don't know what the fuck the T is. Non fungible. Don't tell me in the chat. I'm not gonna read it. 
Um, I, <laughs> uh, yes. So it's it's like you, it's like you you own a GIF. They they sold a couple of them with from the the Undertaker throwing um it, <laughs> mankind off the top of the hell in a cell. They had as a GIF of it that sold for three hundred thousand dollars over WrestleMania. Three hundred thousand dollars for a GIF. Sorry, kid. Budget cuts. I, I've this company. Um, so uh, so he's he's got a paper that's come from the people that he bought the NFT from. They're like, hey, here's a picture of it. Uh, thanks for winning the auction, but a much bigger uh, um, amount of, of, of money came in after the auction, so we had no choice but to sell to that person. And I just like to say, that's not how auctions work. Once the auction is done, you, you don't you don't you don't get to do that. That's 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 against the rules. So Cameron Grimes, who is the heel, is very right to be upset about this. He's very right to to not to not be happy about it. Um, uh, uh, the, the 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 winner of the bid actually uh, the the illegal bid is uh, is Ted DiBiase, and so. Uh, uh, <laughs> Grimes just goes, Debiase! And shaking with rage, he storms off screen. And apparently we're going to get an honest-to-God real feud on NXT between Cameron Grimes, the Million Dollar Man. I think it is so funny. The Million Dollar Man's uh, big-time heyday was, what, 35 years ago? Thirty Between 30 and 35 years ago? Um, And uh, the Million Dollar Man would be like, you know, like... Like Doctor Evil going one million dollars. Like, like what? What's a million? What's a million? What that Jeff Bezos makes that when he takes a crap? Like a million? A million dollars? That's nothing. They should change it to the billion dollar man, Ted DiBiase. I hope they do. Um. So, uh, Stark versus Saray is great. It's a great match. It says a lot. They're like, hey. This is this person we're putting over as one of the best in the world. It's her debut match. Very few people stateside know who she is. We want her to look impressive. Zoe Stark, we are trusting you to go out there and make her look great. There are a lot of veterans they have in WWE uh, and NXT that they could have used to go out there and do that. You could have had Ember Move, uh, Ember, Ember Move, Ember Moon go out there. Um, and face her. If you're going to do a respect thing, you know what I mean. Um, uh, you could have had you could have had that. You could have had Dakota Kai. Well, that's heel versus face. You could have done that. Dakota Kai's been there forever, but they said no. We want Zoe Stark to do it, which is partly because they trust Zoe Stark, and partly because they got an angle lined up. Um, uh, it's a great, 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 great match. Um. And uh, I, I, I'm really, really excited for this. This is like, this is them holding back what Saray can do because it's her first match. Like they're not going to do everything with it. Um, I, I love, um, I love uh, Zoe Stark so much. Um, and I'm only okay with her losing this match because again, they have something set up for her. She, some during the point, she hits an amazing half and half suplex. It was just so good. Um, followed by a sliding knee, 
and Saray has, has got great suplexes of her own. Um, and she wins with it like a modified Saito suplex, just drops Zoe on her head. Um, it's some really, really good stuff. Saray wins and then immediately helps Stark to her feet and they have a big hug. Um, and Stark is like, well, this is your moment. I'll, I'll see myself out. And then uh, Tony Storm attacks, which is going back to Zoe Stark beating her at TakeOver. Um, and uh, I thought at, after that match, that was going to be become the beginning of a Tony Storm um, and Zoe Stark feud. But then they had that thing uh, last week with Zoe where she didn't mention it at all. But anyway, she, she attacks Zoe, beats her down. And Saray kind of like saves her is the wrong word. Um, and uh, she um, she checks on Stark. And uh, so it looks like we might be getting like a Saray and um, and t- and uh, and uh, blah, 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 blah. and uh, Zoe Stark team up. And that's what I'm talking about um, when I say uh, that we may have just seen the next tag champs fight each other tonight and become best friends. Did we just become best friends? Yup. That's the gif. Um, sure. I like, I like the idea of Saray and, Tony, and Zoe Stark. Um, I almost said Tony Stark, which, which is going to be not going to be, not going to be the last time I do that. So Iron Man, uh, <laughs> Iron Man's going to fight Tony Storm, uh, Storm, Sue Storm, um, Ah, uh, Storm, Aurora Monroe. Uh, I, I think that Tony Storm needs a little something to get her, give her a goose. She can be great. There, I think that she can be great, but I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to read anything. Maybe she needs a little bit extra motivation. Like if she's not in the top program and thinks she's got a chance to become champion, maybe she's not going all the way. I don't know. I think she's very talented. Um, I think that that I liked her match versus uh, uh, Zoe at Takeover Stand, and I, I I thought that that you know I think she could have a very good match with Saray. I think it's fine. I, I, she needs a partner now uh, to have tag tag matches. But so um, Mackenzie's backstage uh, talking to Dakota Kai and uh, Nick and uh, Raquel, and um, she would have talked like, "Hey, you saw the interview with Eosrai. What do you got to say for yourself?" And Raquel's like, uh, "She's a great champion. I'm gonna be better." Um, and then Kai gets to be says she's going to be the mouthpiece. Like, uh, what are you? Are you? I'll take it from here. Um, Mercedes Martinez uh, says Dakota Kai, uh, she wants a piece. Well, ha, she doesn't get one because that's what we said. So, bye. This interview's over. Um, God Gonzalez says I'll anybody can come and step up to me. I'll I'll knock them all down. Fine. Um. So uh, Candice uh, and uh, Indy are walking around backstage. I don't know where they were going. LeRae has a plan. I guess they were going to go, like, what? A, just talk 
talk mean to Ember and Shotzi because on the way there, Indy gets distracted because she sees uh, Dexter through a window. So she stops and like gazes longingly through the window at him, like an interior window. There's like an office and there's like an, uh, a window between like the common area and the office. And she looks at him. So it's not like he's like outside in the rain or something. That'd be very romantic. They should do that. Um, so she by herself, not realizing Indy has, has left her side goes to confront them as they're coming out of the ladies room, I guess. I don't know. Um, and maybe it's the kitchen. I'm not really sure. It had one of those doors without a lock on it or a handle. Um, so uh, like a little pushy swingy. And Ember comes out. She's got a, a cup of something. It's water. Uh, it looks like a coffee cup. A disposable one. And Candace is like, so um, that's right. And you, you're you not allowed to. I want the titles back. Um and uh and Shotzi realizes that Indy's not there. It's like, why don't you, what Indy? What do you have to say about it? And then Candace turns around, realizes Indy isn't there, and she could be like, she could just go and get her friend Indy, but she doesn't. Um, she 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 knocks the cup of water out of out of Ember's hand. That could have been really hot coffee, Candace. You could have burned Ember. If there's one thing we can't have, it's embers burning. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, uh, it's been a long day. Anyway, um, uh, and so, yes, Ricardo Holt says, Ember and Shotzi, snatching up Candace was off of it. awesome. They, they take her into the kitchen bathroom. I don't know what the hell it was. Uh, and then uh, later... Um, when we have when we see um Johnny lecturing Austin about why you shouldn't make matches for yourself with people who have recently broken a bunch of your ribs, where the consequences of you use, losing a match to that person is that um I have to face that person in a in a match for my title. You should not do that, Austin. Um. And uh, and then Indy shows up, and uh, no, and then Candace shows up, and she's disheveled. Um, and then Indy shows up, and she's like, "Hey, it's cool. I saw I saw Dexter. Also, I saw Mr. Regal, and he's giving us a, a, a tag title match for no reason." She doesn't say the no reason part. That's my editorializing. But for no reason, we get a tag title match. We lost our tag title match at Takeover, just as Bronson Reed lost his. North American Championship match at TakeOver. And Bronson Reed, according to you, Johnny, has to go to the back of the line. But apparently that rule doesn't apply to me and you, Candice. Isn't that great? Hooray for only having two tag teams in the division. Which, again, is why you shouldn't have made the tag belts in the first place. Just just take the women's tag titles and put them on NXT for like four months. And then they can go back to the main roster and you can lose track of them. Or you can have the, the people who hold them lose a bunch of singles matches. Michael Redding, I'm not supposed to do this, but should have made a women's mid-card belt instead. Agreed. Uh, Candace has great comedic timing. And the way is great. They are. Um, I, I 
one quarter of them is not somebody that I am enthused about at all, and yet he, like the rest of them, is killing it in this role. Um, so, <laughs> uh, don't worry, don't worry, it'll all make sense after Takeover Backlash. Right. Funny. Um, uh, J.K. Schwal says, who would you team with Tony against uh, Saray and Starks? They uh, desperately need to create more than two tag teams. Five nothing Brewers, by the way. Thank you, Jake Schwal. Um, or J.K. Schwal. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, Mercedes, but she's doing stuff. Because Mercedes and Tony were a team before, but then Tony was like, I don't like you. And they she, didn't they lose like a triple threat? Like, yeah, Mercedes lost triple threat that Tony was into something. I don't know. So it wouldn't be Mercedes because they already came together. It didn't work. I don't know. They have anybody waiting in the wings? What's Vanessa Bourne doing? I mean, don't answer that. I know she's hanging out at home because she was called up to Raw a year ago and <laughs> they didn't do anything with her. So, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, th- th- there would be a great opportunity for them to, to like debut like uh, the former Priscilla Kessley, Priscilla Kelly, whatever they're calling her now, um, to repackage her and have Tony be with her. She's definitely got the chops for it. Um, heel Tony Storm was a huge mistake. Uh, Evan Wright, I disagree. Um, uh, I, I I don't. They they. they I mean, it's a huge mistake. Eh, I'm not willing to say it's a huge mistake yet. Um, but certainly could turn out to be if they don't know what to do with her. Um, but I, I think that they, she, she could definitely, yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, okay. So. Um, NXT title, open challenge, Kushida versus Oni Lorcan. When I heard that Kushida was having an open challenge uh, for the Cruiserweight Championship, I thought, oh my God, there's so many people. Who could it be? Uh, my thing my thing. I've always said is Mustafa Ali should go back to NXT, should go to NXT for the first time, or Ricochet should go back to NXT or Humberto Carrillo should go back to NXT, or Drew Gulak should go to NXT, or um, uh, Angel Garza should go to NXT. All of these little guys on the main roster that are being used as like bump machines and and fodder for R-Truth, um, get, get them the hell down to, to, to NXT and let them wrestle for the... Um, let them wrestle for the, for the Cruiserweight ta- title. Especially Mustafa Ali, he never had a chance to win it. Like he had chances, and it felt like they were grooming him to actually do it. And then they're like, "Come on up to SmackDown, kid. We're gonna push you for three weeks." Um. Yeah. Yeah. Akira Tozawa could have shown up, possibly. But instead, they have Oni Lorcan, and I'm fine with Oni Lorcan. He had a he had a run for a while where he was the top cruiserweight uh, challenger. They screwed him over huge when Danny Birch got injured, 
uh, took the titles off of him without letting him even like team with Pete Dunne to defend them once. Just stripped the titles from him. He never even got like a a, 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 a angry scene with 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 William Regal about why he's pissed about it. So they screwed over Oni. I'm glad he got a, a tag title sh- uh, tag title shot, cruiserweight title shot. The big deal here is, as we talked about briefly, uh, Kushida's wrestling in MMA gear, like trunks and taped feet, uh, which is used to was like a I don't know a month ago. Uh, like he was wrestling with like the boots. And like the 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 really cool tattered shorts, but he also was wrestling like in acid wash jeans and high tops. He's trying to figure out what his whole aesthetic is, and I, I get it. Um, but uh, he was slipping around the ring a lot; like his footing was not solid. I don't know what they're gonna do uh, to help him uh, not slip around on that canvas, but it was not looking good. Um, uh, Kushida wins as he should. Uh, he works a lot on uh, Kush- uh, on Lorkin's left elbow, um, and then puts him in the hoverboard lock, makes him tap out. That's the way they're supposed to do. Um, yeah, uh, and that's that's good. Kushida should win. Uh, I'm I'm glad that he did. Um, uh, but imagine Murphy versus Kushida, says the nerd guru. Hose me down. Yes, hose all of us down. We all are in need of a hosing. Uh, Murphy, I think, though, would have to work a little bit to get back under the 205 limit. I don't think I don't think he was ever actually under the 205 limit. But, but he looked a lot closer to it before. They list Ricochet as 207. He ain't 207. So he, he could do that. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, if, if Garza is on NXT again, asks Wallace Kowalas, is he re-engaged? Don't get me started on that, man. I blew blood vessels on the raw post show for NXT for, for, for sour graps. We watched him get engaged on the show. We watched him get engaged on NXT. It gets called up to Raw, and he's like, Charlie Caruso, hey, would, hey, would you like a rose? And I'm like, ah! There's no continuity between NXT and Raw. Why would there be any continuity from Raw back to NXT? That's what I ask you. Um, Kushida versus the undefeated Mansoor. Listen, I, have, I, I don't see anything that special about Mansoor. He's getting better and better and better, and that's good. If he's undefeated, you got to pull the trigger on him at some point, don't you? Yeah, they should have they should have him do that. You know, uh, Luis Polito says, "Give me Ray versus Kushida." Sure, give give us a lot of people versus uh, yeah, Ray, uh, Ray and Kushida. I mean, here's the other thing. Um, it's it's kind of funny, but uh, Papa Johnny. As um, as uh, Austin Theory calls um, Johnny Gargano, uh, he's currently North American champion. Um, he had a bit of a rivalry with Kushida. Um, they had a great match at Takeover. Um, Johnny Gargano is definitely under the two hundred five uh, limit. Um, if he were to lose the NXT North American Championship, he could be a challenger to Kushida. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that one one more time. Not several more times, one more time with Kushida as champion. 
Champa's under 205. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of people. <clears throat> so, um, Kushida is um, standing tall after, after the win. And then uh, Santos comes out in his suit. And then uh, Mendoza and Wild attack him from behind. They double team him. Escobar joins in. And then MSK run out to make the save. Uh, Wes Lee lost his dang um, shoe. Threw a shoe. Literally threw his shoe. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. Um, yeah, I, 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 I yeah. man. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, so we're getting, as they, as they announced, Kushida and MSK versus Legado de Fantasma next week in a six-man tag. I hope it's a tornado tag because that would be badass. Um, and as I said, MSK is now involved in something with Legado de Fantasma. But last week, Champa and uh, Tommy and Timmy, Champa and Thatcher said, we're coming for you, MSK. Also, GYV, they're coming for you, MSK. Also, Imperium, they want the tag title back. So I, uh, yeah, MSK has got a lot of potential uh, challengers. I, I, I like that a lot. Um, so Mercedes Martinez is backstage. She cuts a really fun promo, like looking at a camera down in front of her and then one shooting her from the side is kind of a cool, like back and forth. I like that promo. And she says, you know, she basically says, uh, you know, Raquel, it looks like you're scared. Uh, so Dakota Kai decided to talk for you. She's the one who talked about me, not you. You you didn't say anything. You could have said something about me, but you didn't. So how about this? How about I, I get rid of your little mouthpiece. I take her out. And then, then it's just you and me, mamita. So yeah, sure. Next week. Uh, Mercedes Martinez uh, beats up Dakota Kai uh, and then a few weeks from now we'll get Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Raquel Gonzalez sure um, I think eventually we're going to get a Dakota Kai uh, turn one of them's going to turn on the other one I'm not sure which I think Raquel works better as a heel because big baby faces large large boned baby faces um, uh, on the larger side, they get booked like crap because they have to do so much selling that they, they shouldn't have to do. Uh, you put, you put them in needless handicap matches and stuff. Like it doesn't work so well. I, I, I prefer Raquel to be the monster and Dakota Kai. I think it's the problem is, is that she deserves a lot of comeuppance for a lot of stuff that she's done. And if she turns babyface, um, I, I, I think um, that uh, that they'll just let let a lot of it slide. Um, my my thought is this: I think that if Dakota Kai uh, has a match versus Raquel, she'll lose because they want they 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 want to keep Raquel really strong. Um, it would be really interesting to see. If they turn Dakota babyface for her match versus Raquel, and that's when Tegan Knox comes back, and Tegan Knox doesn't care if you're a babyface or not, Dakota Kai, you ruined my life. 
So I'm going to take it out of your hide. And that could be a lot of fun where they're like, we just turned Dakota Kai babyface. Are we going to root against the woman that she put in the hospital and took a year of her career away for? I don't know. I'm not sure if we're going to do that or not. And that makes us think that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Ever Rise versus Imperium. Uh, this is only notable uh, for the fact that uh, we're getting the Killian Dane intrigue back. I like intrigue. Intrigue is good. I'm intrigued by intrigue. And um, what we have is uh, Adela Wolf at at, at um, ringside. Um, and uh, yes, uh, Patrick Mason makes a good point. It's actually Candace that most recently injured Tegan. Um, so she'll go after her first. Um, but we all know that Tegan Knox hates Dakota Kai the most um so uh killing dane out of nowhere comes down to like have words with alexander wolf their former stable mates from sanity remember sanity i do that was sad what happened to sanity anyway um that little thing that's going on between dane and wolf where they're arguing about whether or not dane should come and join imperium and then drake maverick runs down and attacks wolf and killing dane's like wait a minute i was having a conversation go away and then Drake won't back down. So eventually Killian Dane has to pick him up and carry him backstage while uh, while Drake is doing the, come on, let me at him. What are you doing? Come on, let me punch him. I want to punch him. Uh, I thought that was funny. Um, Imperium wins, uh, beats Everrise. It arises there to take pins. Um, so Imperium wants their titles back. Also, there's a deal that's going on between Imperium and... Um, uh, uh, and Killian Dane. Uh, this feels like it only ends with Killian Dane turning on Drake Maverick. I, I, I feel like that's the only satisfactory ending because I really want to see what Killian Dane is like in Imperium, and yet, and yet, I don't. We're pro friendship here, especially those guys. Um. Is those guys are great. Um, I like them a lot. They're really good. But yeah, it's a tough one. But I do appreciate the intrigue. I don't know where they're going to go with it. Kyle O'Reilly versus Cameron Grimes is a good match, as it should be. Um, and there's nothing. There's no intrigue at the end. Nobody comes in and attacks Kyle O'Reilly. Ted DiBiase doesn't show up and shove money in the mouth of Cameron Grimes. Uh, it's a good match. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a fine match. Uh, and there's nothing to it. And these are the kinds of things that it's really hard for them to do as main events on NXT for me. Um, you could definitely not get away with it when you were up against uh, AEW. We'll see what their, what their ratings are like for it. But I really thought they were going to do a big angle. The only angle they have is when Kyle O'Reilly's walking to the ring, um, by the ring, stand not by the ring, by the ring, the, the steps up to the ramp is uh, Karrion Cross just standing there or is, is, is looking, looking, looking like, like, like he looks and Scarlett's there. They don't say anything. And neither does Kyle O'Reilly just stare at each other. So we're going to get that eventually, and 
probably Kyle's going to lose to Karrion Cross, and then I'm going to be mad. Um, Karrion Cross did a, a thing where he was like, "Hey, uh, uh, how how this is how I uh, the, the the headline was Karrion Cross explains how he melds uh, supernatural and realism." I didn't read the article, but I retweeted the headline and said, "Is it poorly?" Is that how he combines realism and the supernatural? Is it poorly? Um, the only reason I want Killian Dane in Imperium is because it's new and different. And they're not really doing anything with Killian Dane. He's just the big guy who's friends with James, uh, with James Drake, with Drake Maverick. But It'd be interesting to me to see something new. That's it. I like new things. Um, uh, which is why I hate WWE Raw. Talk about, I will talk more about that in a little bit. But right now I'm going to finish by saying uh, Kyle O'Reilly uh, versus Karrion Cross is a thing we're going to get. I don't know when. But Karrion Cross is the champion of the whole damn show he's not really on the show he's adjacent to the show tonight he's just he's just adjacent to the show he's just he's just there he's like he's there he just stood there for like 12 seconds he's your champion and you're not doing anything with him he had a he had a he just talked last week and he's standing there next to his hot sorceress wife and that's it that's that's what you that's your, that's what that's what you're doing with the your champion you're slow building that okay um last uh looks like the last uh super chat the nerd guru says they've rebuilt the nxt tag division really well there's a lot of options for them to go through and that's that's really good seems like there's a lot more than they have on either of the main roster shows um, so yes, um, I, I think that, um, that NXT is in a good place right now. If they are in the same place as they are right now, three weeks from now, it will no longer be a good place. We have to progress where the place is. Okay. So that's what I'm going to say about that. This has been the um, the NXT review on Fightful.com. Um, next up is the uh, Raw Sour Grabs uh, review, uh, which is going to be on Fightful Select uh, in a few minutes. Um, Fightful Select, where you can go for all of your amazing um, uh, wrestling news and also... Fiery hot takes that spew out of this gob. Um, uh, yeah, I've been your host, Alex Pulowski. Um, uh, yeah, uh, thank you all for being here. Um, appreciate your all the super chats. This is a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying this. I hope you guys are too. Um, we'll see where we're at next week. Everybody stay safe out there. Uh, get vaccinated. Um, and, uh, I'll see you either in a few me in a few minutes or next week. Bye.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.